You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 148. Hey, if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time and you know me, you know that I love mindset. And I believe everything comes down to your mindset. You can have all the framework, you can have all the strategies, you can have all the money, you can have all the time in the world as the person next to you and you guys are going to have completely different results. Now, how does that happen? It comes down to the person's mindset, their willingness to do and fail, their willingness to face their fears, to have the courage, to have relentlessness, to be resourceful, all these things. And it comes down, you know, our confidence comes down to our mindset. So I'm really excited to talk about mindset today. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Jai Long. I'm a business coach and I have helped thousands of wedding photographers break it into the Six Figure Club, which is really cool, through my online program, Six Figure Business Map, and a lot of my other trainings, including the Wedding Photography Summit and uh, all the little workshops that I hold every couple of months, which I do have one coming up right now, and it's called Marketing with Purpose. So if you do want to join, tickets are only $9. It goes over three days, and you can find out more just by heading over to my website, which is at jialong.co. Now, before I get into today's episode, I just want to say that there are many podcast episodes right here on my show around mindset. So if you haven't listened to all of them, definitely go back and have a listen. It's worth diving in because I think mindset is one of the most important things. But every time you listen to something to do with mindset, like I do, it lands on you differently and at a different time and sometimes when you need it, sometimes when you don't need it. So I think it's really important to actually make sure that we're always evolving and we're growing. And it's the same thing. This is just like a personal piece of advice for you. If you resonate with an episode on a podcast or with an audio book or you're actually reading a book or something, and you really loved it and it helped you a lot, it's worth going back and listening and reading once more. Because when you do go back, it really does help and it lands completely different. So go back, go check out all my mindset episodes that will help you change your mind, change from that scarcity mindset, change to that abundance mindset that we need so we can grow and scale and uh, be the best versions of ourselves. Okay, today talking about five different mindset things that I want you to be thinking about and actively being proactive about when you're actually going out into the world and you're thinking about some of the things that might hold you back and proactively changing those things so you can move forward and break your own glass ceilings. So the first one we're going to talk about, number one is make mistakes. Now, often we always think like, oh, I don't really want to make mistakes or I'd love to miss a lot of the mistakes. But the truth be told for myself, in fact, I don't want to make less mistakes. I want to make more mistakes because the more mistakes that I'm making, it means that I'm pushing myself and I'm getting out of my comfort zone and I'm doing something that I don't know, right? Because you really only really make mistakes when you're not sure of the territory or what you're doing. And it's insanely important to actually make your own mistakes. One thing is inside the six-figure business map, I talked to a few people 
few of my students about making mistakes and they always say it's like it's so good that I can join something you know a program like this and I can miss a lot of mistakes that you made Jai and that is 100% true for sure and you're going to save so much time you know learning from people but you also have to make mistakes as well so there's many things even probably on my podcast you've listened to or in my training in in programs or whatever it is and you listen to it and you said oh man that's not really for me like I'm, I'm not keen on that and what's interesting, and I do this all the time, like I'll have a coach telling me like, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, yeah, that's great for you, but that doesn't work for me, even though they're miles ahead of me. And probably a year later or two years later, I'm like, oh man, I wish I listened. But realistically, I had to make those mistakes. I had to go through myself so I could understand why it didn't work or why that advice was sound. And it's insanely important because it helps you build character. It helps you put in that sweat equity, pay that success tax. So it's it tastes a lot sweeter when you do get that success. So making the mistakes is one of the most important building blocks, funny enough, th- through your business. Like you really do need to make mistakes all the time. Now, when I'm saying make mistakes, I'm not talking about things that could be avoidable or purposely making mistakes. I'm not talking about that. And with your mindset right now, I'm talking about like you need to expect mistakes and not try to avoid mistakes, right? Because when you put energy into avoiding mistakes, guess where your energy is lacking? It's in growing. It's involving, you know, changing all these things. So it's kind of like that mentality or the mindset of like, oh, I'm trying to save all the time. I want to go through and I want to see, you know, how much payment plans I've got going on and I want to save and how can I cut corners and cut costs and stuff. But when you put all your energy into saving, guess what happens to your business? It's no longer growing. So imagine if you change that mindset around and you pivoted your energy towards, well, how can I make more money to cover my expenses? How can I make more money so I can do those things that I want to do? It completely changes the game because now instead of saving that little bit, you actually can create a lot. Does that make sense? You already know how much you can save because you're probably not spending that much, but it's something that we think about a lot. And that's more of a scarcity thing. And when we have that scarcity mindset, it's insanely hard to grow. So I want you to sort of get out of that. And I want you to be thinking a little bit differently on this subject. The easiest way to change your mindset around making mistakes, it really is like expecting the mistakes, right? So when you expect it, it no longer stops you because you're like, oh, I've already made a plan for this. Like you know, I, I knew it was coming, so it's fine. And you show up completely different. So if you make a mistake, let's say it's something small, like a spelling mistake. You know, oh man, I wish I didn't make a spelling mistake. Hey, but if you're sending out emails and if you're doing captions on Instagram and if you're doing those things, you've got to expect that sometimes you're going to make a mistake. And does it matter? No, not if you expect it because you knew that was going to happen. You're not creating anything perfect. You're trying to move forward. You're busy. You're creative. You're doing the things that make you happy. So with that momentum, there's going to be mistakes made and you've got to be okay with that. In business, honestly, you've got to remember this as well. It's like everything is our fault. So all mistakes that are made in our business is because of us and it is us, right? Even if you outsource to somebody else, it's still your fault. If you don't get the results that you want, it's still your fault. You didn't set the expectations. You didn't educate the person that you're trying to outsource to enough. You didn't give them enough support. You didn't give them enough help, like whatever it is. You didn't give them enough resources. Or if you've got someone that works for you and they make a big mistake, hey, 
Is it their mistake or is it your mistake? And yeah, sometimes we can like argue and say it's their mistake, but really it's just not. Like it's so much easier to take responsibility for everything around you because if it's their mistake, it's out of your control. But if it's your mistake, it's in your control and you can fix it. So start brainstorming. How can I fix this mistake so it doesn't happen again? If someone's showing up late to work, how can I fix that mistake so it doesn't happen again? So there's always something that we can do in our power as long as we take responsibility and we realize that all the mistakes are our mistakes and we can head on straight on, right? You don't want to go around a mistake. You don't want to try and palm it on someone else and you don't want to blame other people. You've only got to blame yourself. Again, that mindset thing, if you take responsibility of all the mistakes that happen around you, then you will take responsibility and that means you will fix all those mistakes. Very important in business. And don't forget, guys, like you're a creative entrepreneur. I don't know if you've quit your job yet or you've been doing this for a long time. Everyone's at different stages, but you know, this is not the easy path. This is not the easy thing that we're doing. We're doing it because it's fulfilling. We're doing it because it is different. There is change and we get to go out there and forge our own paths. Like we get to be proud of the stuff that we create. And of course, mistakes are going to be made. I'm going to say it one more time. Don't think mistakes are going to be made. Expect them. Number two, This one here is a very important one for a lot of you listeners. I know because I talk about this a lot in my coaching calls inside the business map. It's don't fear rejection. Now, this one's a huge one. You can't fear rejection. I'm going to say the same thing as I said last time. Don't fear rejection. Don't think it's going to happen. No, it is. Expect rejection, right? If you're not getting rejected almost every single day, you're just not doing enough. You're not pushing hard enough. You're not expanding enough. You're not growing enough. There's a block because if you're just trying to stay safe and you're in your lounge room right now and you don't want to leave because you're editing or you're doing whatever in in your home office and you're like, oh, I'd rather just be inside. I'd rather be safe. I don't want to do anything crazy. I don't want to do any marketing. I don't want to go and meet a new vendor or meet a new photographer or get onto a podcast because if I reach out, there might be some rejection. I don't want to get into a DM. I don't want to write someone a message. I don't want to put myself out there because I am scared of getting rejected. Well, guess what? You will get rejected. That is 100%. (laughs) It's going to happen often, right? But what you do is if you expect rejection, then you know it's going to come. So for me, like if I'm going to go out and let's just say I want to go and talk to a wedding venue and see if I can be put onto the recommended vendor list for my wedding photography business. Like when I reach out to them and I'll and I'll drive myself out there and I'll go up and I'll knock on the door and I'll talk to the wedding planner, chances are they're going to say, I'm sorry, Jai, we're not going to put you on the recommended vendor list this time. So that's rejection number one. I already knew that they were going to say no. Like they would be crazy to say yes. I just came off the street and I walked up. Like why would they say yes, right? But the person that wins is the one that expected that rejection and then how they handle it and then how they come back again and then how they come back again and again and again, right? So you can keep coming up. Now, when I want to get published in a magazine, for instance, or let's just say I want like a cover of a magazine. If I reached out to one magazine, I got rejected and that was it. Then my dreams of getting published in a magazine, it's all over from one person's rejection, which means my dreams weren't very deep. They were, I'm not very committed to my dreams if I'm allowing one rejection to stop me. Does that make sense? And it's the same for you. If you allow one rejection to stop you, then you definitely are not committed to your dreams. Now, you need to be so committed that you will get 10 rejections and then you still will show up at the 11th place and say, hey, 
I'm ready. I, I want to be published. What do I need to do? What are you looking for this month? What are you looking for this season? What kind of editorial can I do? What type of shoot do you need? What vendors do I need to work with? Who do I need to talk to? Where's the editor? You know, so if you don't show up like that 12 times, 13 times, then you're just not going to get that crazy growth. I know this is 100% true, right? I have traveled around with so many incredibly successful people, successful wedding photographers, you know, the best in the industry. And I talk to these people and this is how everyone moves because the people that are not really doing much are scared of rejection. So they don't push themselves. They don't get out past that first rejection. But the ones that get the huge success that we admire, man, they expect rejection. And not only that, they welcome it. So if I don't get 10 rejections today, then I didn't ask enough people. Does that make sense? So if you want to get published somewhere, you need to expect that you're going to be getting rejected over and over and over. Now, a cool thing about this too is like if you're taking responsibility, then when you get rejected, then you know it's just a sales problem. And then you know you can learn and upskill to overcome people's objections. So you can get through the rejection and turn it into a yes. Turn that no into a yes. Can it be done? Absolutely. It can be done. It's just that you haven't even got to the realm of thinking what is the solution to the rejections opposed to just stopping yourself from doing your things because you're too scared of the rejection. Please, this is like, I want you to be kind to yourself because this is something that takes a long time to work through. And it's not something that's just going to, you know, snap and work and overnight you're going to be changing your mindset. But it's something to be conscious of and it's something to understand. Hey, Jai, if you want to get on a podcast episode, guess what he does? You probably see me on podcasts all the time and I reach out to 10 people and I know that I'm probably just going to get one yes and that is totally fine. And if I didn't get nine no's, then I just didn't reach it out to enough people or I was reaching out to people that was too realistic. I need to reach out to people that are going to say no to me so I can keep pushing that bar and I can keep upskilling and keep taking myself to another level. Insanely important. Don't forget... Last little thing, a rejection is not about you, not at all, okay? So don't take it personally. Just realize like we, as humans, we like to guard ourselves. We don't like to say yes straight away. We want to be warmed up. We just simply don't trust you yet or we don't know what's in it for us. We don't know all those things. So when you take it personally, it's the wrong way of looking at it. You need to work out like what is their objection and why did they say no and listen to them, understand them, have empathy, and you'll be able to come to a common ground. And hopefully, in my case, usually it's like 95% of the time, they will say yes. Of course, I've got a whole lot of no's, but hey, I expect it. And it's a challenge that I absolutely welcome. Number three, this one's very similar, but this one's in your business. Don't think something will go wrong. Expect it. Now, I want to say this one more time. Don't think something's going to go wrong and get scared of something going wrong. Expect it to go wrong in every aspect of your business. If you're a wedding photographer, don't think that you're going to not run out of batteries on a wedding day or your cards are not going to be big enough or like whatever it is, right? Expect it to happen. And what happens when you expect something to go wrong? You probably have a backup plan. You probably have things in place because you know stuff goes wrong. Things go wrong all the time. Now, it's insanely important to expect things to go wrong. And I'm not talking about being a pessimist because, you know me, I'm an absolute optimist, probably a little bit too much. But even when 
let's just say like COVID hit and things just shut down. Like I was expecting something to go wrong. You can't expect everything to be perfect all the time. You just cannot. And so when something goes wrong, if your mindset is conditioned to understand that things go wrong, the first response you're going to have is problem solving. Like, what do I need to do to fix this? Of course this went wrong. I knew it was going to. I'm not surprised, but what do I need to do to fix this problem right now? So I want you to be thinking, don't think something's going to go wrong. Expect it. You know something's going to go wrong, okay? In your business, you know you're going to accidentally undercharge someone. You know you're going to accidentally probably double book. You know like your website's going to go offline. You know you're going to send an email to the wrong person. You know you're going to say something wrong on Instagram. You know something's going to go wrong. It's inevitable. It is going to go wrong. Okay, might not be today, but it's going to be some time. So expect things to not go to plan, but be able to quickly pivot, quickly change and adapt to that plan because that's what an entrepreneur does. Entrepreneurs don't stick to the plan because that's what a manager does. Entrepreneurs create a plan as they go. So I want you to be thinking about that. Be nimble, be able to move, be able to adapt, be able to change because mistakes, rejections, and things going wrong are going to happen all the time on this path. And for you to be resilient, to be strong, to be courageous, it's not about getting rid of those things. It's about how you handle those things in front of you. Number four, something else to completely understand. And a lot of us, we get so scared of change, but change is the only constant that we have. Change is the only thing that doesn't change change happens all the time. So in your business right now, if you're not changing and if you're not growing, then you're still changing, but you're probably dying. Your business is probably dying. And this is, this is a fact. If your business is not growing, your business is dying, especially if you're a service-based business, like a wedding photographer or something like that, because you don't have repeat customers most of the time. You do need to keep growing the business, keep expanding, going out to new people, visiting new venues. You need to do all these things. You know this, right? So change is a constant. So what does that mean with our mindset? It means we need to welcome change and it means we need to change. We need to proactively change. Because you're going to change this year regardless whether you want to or not. There's going to be events that happen in your life regardless of whether you want it to happen or if you don't want it to happen, it's happening. It's happening right now. The market, right? It's going to change. Your pricing, it's going to change. Your photography style, it's going to change. You know, you started a podcast, things are changing. You got featured, things are changing. Your price guide, like something's changing, right? Your brand, your personality your partner, your friends, your inner circle, your ambitions, your goals, your goals are changing. Your goals better be changing because if you've got the same goals you had last year, then something's wrong. You need to change, okay? And that's why I'm always talking about like self-development because you already know things are going to change. So you, you might as well take control and change it to the way that you want it to be. Now, change is so, so important. But when we think about change, it also makes me think that I need to adapt all the time and I need to be testing. So for instance, if you just made a website and you're happy with your website and it's three years old and you've never done anything with it, the problem is your website was awesome back in 2019, but things change. The market changes, the way that we use the internet changes, the way that we use social media changes. 
Um, the products that we actually want changes, how much we're willing to pay changes. And so you can quickly out, get it outdated if you're not updating things. Same as your price guide. I said this in the coaching call this week in uh, the business map. We do A-B testing in the business map and I said you need to always be A-B testing. There's no time to finish because once you test one price guide and then you get a winner out of two, then you just simply add in another one, add in another one. There's so many things to test, so many things to change. For instance, it, you can be changing the copy. It could be changing your actual prices. You could be changing what's included in the packages. You could be changing the images that you have on your price guide, which one evokes more emotion. You could be changing your story. You could be changing your headlines. You could be changing the design. You could be changing the colors. Like there is so many aspects of things that you can change. And if you're not changing these things, then you're not optimizing, you're not growing and you're allowing change to control you instead of you controlling the change. So I want you to think about change as a constant. It's always here. So I want to constantly be changing and I'm going to have those things in control and I'm going to make sure that I'm adapting and I'm changing and I'm growing with the market and I'm not going to let my dreams, my goals and my business die. Okay. That's the thing I want you to be thinking about. Last one, this one's insanely important and this one's really, really hard and I know it doesn't land on everybody at the right time, but when it does land on you at the right time, it is a life changer. But if it doesn't, it can spark arguments, things like that. I know this because I get this all the time in my Instagram, but give, 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 and then give some more. So that's a mindset shift, right? Because this is an abundance mindset. Now, just want to share a couple of stories, but what I've noticed is, and I'm sure you have as well, the people that give the most in this world, they also receive the most. Now, I want you to think about it. If you have, let's say we've got two people in this world. So we've got Mr. A and we've got Mr. B, okay? So Mr. A does bare minimum at work, comes home, watches Netflix, doesn't really hang out with too many people on the weekend, does a couple of things for themselves, and that's pretty much it. Week in, week out. And then Mr. B works for themselves, always over-delivering, volunteers, donates money, barely watching Netflix, barely on even so- on social media, always giving out free tips, always giving time to listen to people's conversations, always... A- you know, hanging out with their friends, always creating new ideas and passing them on, always helping people, even their competition. Now, which one do you think is going to get, in a monetary sense, which one's going to get paid more? I would say Mr. B. Because A didn't actually bring anything to the world. There's no value in someone sitting there watching Netflix. There's no value in that whatsoever. So B is out there bringing value to people, okay? Now we can get so stuck in the scarcity mindset and we and it shows up like this. It's like, oh, what well, Joe, what what if I give too much? Like what what happens then? Or what if I put things out there and other people are going to copy me? Or what if someone creates something and it's just like mine and then I lose all my business? Like what if those things happen though? And the thing is, all those things come from scarcity mindset. And I know this because throughout my career, a couple of different stories here. It's like, I remember when I first started, there was some really big name photographers in my city that told me that I shouldn't be doing workshops for our competition because then we're creating more competition and then the industry is not big enough for all of us. Now, the problem is for them is they never helped anyone. And after a while, their business actually died. And I don't even think they're around anymore. 
In my business, I've helped everyone and I've given my secrets to everyone. Everyone knows my secrets. And guess what? Every single year, my business grows and grows and grows and grows. And more people recommend me. More people refer me. More people want to work with me. Like, how does that happen? More people are attracted to come into my ecosystem. More people want to come and meet me. More people want to buy me a coffee. And here I am giving away all the secrets. You would think more people would hate me, right? Or you would think that more people want to take my business or more people want to copy me. And yeah, I'm sure there is people out there doing that. But do I concentrate on those people? No, man, there's enough work for everybody. Honestly, this universe, like we have what, 7 billion people on this planet and I'm, and I'm worried about my neighbor copying what I'm doing. Like I'm absolutely not worried. There is so much for all of us. The only thing that's infinite on this planet is success. There's enough for you. There's enough for me. There's enough for my neighbor. There's enough for the person copying me. There's enough for the imitators. There's enough for everyone. So we just need to... We need to be confident in ourselves that there is enough. It's not going away. We need to keep growing, innovating. We need to know there's going to be things that we need to, challenges we need to overcome. Sure. So scarcity comes up in so many different ways. When I say give, right, I got a message the other day and someone was like, oh, there's a whole lot of photographers that ask me for my secret spot of where I shoot people. But if I give them my secret spot, then they're going to uh, take all my work. You know, this is my secret location. This is what makes me special. And something like that, like when you try and hold something back from people around you to try and stop their success, the only person's success that gets stopped is yours. And that's the honest truth. I've seen it over and over and over. Like, why not? Like, imagine this. You give that secret spot to your competitors and then guess what happens? More competition, which means you're going to grow more. You're going to be more challenged. They're going to evolve the location. They're going to push and get more creative. They'll be able to do more things that's going to inspire you. Maybe you even can collab with these people. Maybe it's going to get that location seen by more people, which means there's going to be more demand, which means it's going to be more work. Like everything expands when you allow it to expand, when you give. Because if you're holding back, you don't have value to anyone. And guess what happens? You don't get you don't get to receive, okay? So the people that give the most in this world, give the most. And it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be your secret location or your secret tips and tricks. Like it can be listening to someone. It can be helping someone else, helping your competition, helping your neighbor. It can be giving a smile. It can be giving a compliment. It can be giving a tip or a trick, like whatever it is. But the more value you bring to the world, the more that you're going to get rewarded because people will want to show up for you as you showed up for them. Now think about this. If you tried to hold back from people and you don't want to help people, eh, it's pretty safe to say people don't want to help you either. Now who do you think is going to grow and outlast who? Because guess what? You hold back that secret location from that person. Do you think that person won't be able to find that location? Chances are they're going to find it anyway. And then you're just not even going to be part of the party because they're going to be sharing it with everybody. And unfortunately, the person that tried to hold back from everybody is going to get nothing. Does that make sense? I know this is going to be hard for a lot of people to listen to because it's like, oh man, I don't want to give away everything. I don't want to give away the keys of the castle. But honestly, guys, like take it from me right now. Literally on this podcast, I give away so much information for free. I give it to you. I don't hold back. I don't say you have to buy something from me. I don't say any of these things. I give it, right? And then when someone like signs up to my um, 
let's say my business map, I give time, I give energy, I give accountability, I give more secrets, I give all, I give the keys of the castle, I give everything. I'm giving it all, all the time. You pay for a $7 workshop when you come to my wedding photography summit, I'm giving away all the information. My competitors hate it. Don't give it away. You know, I'm giving it away. And guess what? My business explodes because I'm the one that's creating the most value. I'm becoming invaluable. Where other people, you know, maybe they charge $10,000 for their workshop, they have no value. Why would anyone go there? I've never received an ounce of value from that person. In fact, they tried to stop me from my success when I asked them three years ago, where was that location? And they said no to me. Does that make sense? So if you want to grow, you need to be thinking, well, how can I give? How can I make myself invaluable? And this is the same. If you are in a job right now and you're working, you never can just work for your boss. You've got to work for yourself. So work for yourself whilst you're working for the boss and make sure you give them as much as you can, right? Because this is still just you. If you become invaluable to your employer, guess what happens? You get a pay rise. You will never get fired because someone would be crazy to fire someone that's invaluable. But if you're just showing up all the time for scarcity mindset, oh, this is going to run out and I shouldn't be doing these things and I want to try and take, 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 like give me more, give me more holidays, give me more sick days, give me more pay, give me, give me, give me. And you have that taking mentality, man, you're going to be taking the door because that's all you're worth to your employer. Does that make sense? But imagine if you showed up to work and said, how can I give you more? How can I make you more money? How can I do a better job? How can I be invaluable? Imagine if you had that mindset. How can I give my very best today? It doesn't matter who I'm working for. I'm always working for myself because this is me on my self-development. Every single step gets me somewhere else. Insanely important to remember, work for you, not for your paycheck. And then with that mentality, you become invaluable, not just to your employer, but to the whole world. You will never run out of money. You will never have money problems. Does that make sense? But the more scarcity you are, hey, money ain't going to be flowing to you. I can guarantee you that. I see it all the time. And it's literally the difference between someone that has a lot of money and someone that doesn't. It's not because they were born in it. It's not because they had a better education. And it's not because they're smarter than you. It's because of their mindset and their willingness to give and allow others around them thrive. So that's it. That's my five things today. I just want to do a quick recap. So number one was make mistakes. Hey, a lot of people say, I want to make less mistakes. You got to say, I want to make more mistakes because then I know I am growing. So make more mistakes, not less. Number two, don't fear rejection. Welcome it. You have to welcome rejection. Go out there every day and expect it. Get more of it. Number three, don't think something will go wrong. Expect it. You must expect things to go wrong because things just don't go to plan. You're not a manager you are an entrepreneur. You're a creative entrepreneur and you're out there and you're creating something. You're forging your own path. Things are going to go wrong as you're blazing along to your next goal. So just remember, don't think something's going to go wrong. Expect it. Number four, change is the only constant that you have. Change is inevitable. You're changing right now. Things are changing. After listening to this podcast, I'm hoping that you're changing and you're changing for the better. You're thinking about things in a different way. You're expanding your mind. You're having new conversations. Whether or not you agree with me on these points or not, it doesn't matter because it's just important to listen to a new viewpoint, listen to someone else that's doing something else. And maybe I could be the person that, you know, you want to learn from because you've seen 
I've had the success that maybe that you want or hit the goals that you want in your life, change is going to happen and you can choose. It's your choice, whether you're changing for the better or for the worst. It's happening regardless of what you do. Number five, think about that abundance. Think about giving. How can you make yourself invaluable? How can you give to the world? Give that little bit more value than what your competitors do. You know, I always say the saying is like, do what other people won't do and then you'll get the success they won't have. And honestly, in this world, most people don't want to give much to anyone. And if you're the person that shows up every single day and you're working for yourself, you know, not for the paycheck, you're working for yourself, you're developing, you're growing, and you're giving to the people around you, you're giving as much as you can, you're going to win, right? That's just what happens. So just remember that if you're holding yourself back because you don't have that mindset and you just, you want to take, 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 how can I take more? How can I get to a workshop, you know, and take more? I don't want to sign up to Jazz Business Map. I'm not sure if I'm going to be taken enough. Even something like that, for instance, like um, the people that get huge success, even in my courses, are the ones that give the most, not the ones that take the most. The ones that show up and they go like, hey, I'm in this community. How can I give a little bit of something, like a little bit of support to the people around me, a little bit of accountability? How can I give? And that's why we have programs inside the business map where when you join as a sailor, like we have sailors actually doing masterminds. So they've got their own platform, their own stage where they can share their insight and how they made six figures or like whatever it is, because... The ones that want to show up and give and become part of a community, even if they're introverts, they're extroverting themselves into a community, they're the ones that receive the most. So just remember that is how the universe works. So last thing, of course, I do have a marketing workshop coming up in a week's time, depending on whenever you're listening to this. But if you just go over to jialong.co, You'll see all the information there. But the marketing workshop is going to be a game changer. It's only $9. I promise I'm not going to waste your time. I'm going to give away all the secrets, all the industry secrets that other people sell courses on for hundreds of dollars. I'm going to have all of that plus way more in this three-day workshop. It's only 90 minutes a day. There's going to be a week of replay as well. And the six-figure business map is open, which is a big deal because we're only allowing 300 people in into the coaching program. And it won't be open for another like four, five or six months or so because we're, we're rebuilding and we're going to be putting tons new content in there as well. So this is your last chance to get in for a long period of time. So if you do want to join me and you want to coach in your corner in 2022 because you know change is constant and you want to be growing your business and you want to be growing yourself, you want to be stepping into that new self, then this is the place to do it. And honestly, just one client, one new client pays for the whole course. So with that in mind... I want to see you over there, jialong.co. Thank you for listening. I'm Jai Long and this is Make Your Break.